Hello, it's Richard Wilson here, founder of the Family Office Club. I wanted to do a different type of Monday mandate update this week. Uh, I just got done hosting our event in San Francisco on Thursday, and then went straight to a dentist, doctor, investor club event um, and spoke there this weekend. I brought my daughter with me there since I've been traveling a bit too much. Um, so it was the first time bringing my daughter to an event without another parent or adult kind of helping out with that process. So that was interesting. Uh, but also, you know, at that event and in general, I've just seen uh, a big interest in the topic of values because a lot of teams have their core values on their wall or in their handbook. Um, and the company team might know some of their core values. But what I'm finding is that the wealthiest of families who have been around for a very long time find the values as critical because otherwise the family destroys each other and they don't talk to each other or there's mismanaged expectations or the family isn't aligned or they don't make decisions in a, in a proper way together. And it comes up a lot when somebody's putting together a family office. Well, what do you want to do? Who do you want to work with? What new reality do you want to live in? What type of people do you want to associate with? What type of deals are you looking for? You know, are you worried about the long term or are you trying to uh, really propel entrepreneurism, etc.? So the values are important in propelling a family office forward and organizing energy. It's important in defending relationships between family members so the wealth doesn't destroy the family. And if you don't have the right values and communication, uh, then really you can destroy the wealth and not just the relationships, but the wealth can be destroyed because the family members aren't talking to each other about their priorities. They aren't working as a team. They aren't choosing service providers for the right reasons. They aren't selecting investments with the most proper effective process as possible. And so what's, what's most interesting about all of this is that everyone knows that the most important thing in a company is the team. Everyone knows that teams and companies should have a good culture and that great values can drive a team forward. Everyone agrees on that, but very few ultra wealthy families have their values documented. And if we think that values can propel forward a company's culture, then why do we not spend more time as individual business people and as members of a family or leaders of a family have our values really repeated and documented at the family level, not just for the ultra wealthy, uh, but the mass affluent, the high net worth, the normal individuals who might not even be high net worth. Why should every family not have their values and just like in the Boy Scouts, have the kids and the family repeat the values, know the values. When, when you think about it logically, most people agree that it can propel results. It can propel wealth and help you be more successful. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to have these values in place. It can help bring up higher character children. It can help remind yourself as guardrails of decision making throughout the day to have these top of mind. I know I print out my daily goals on a project management software every day and have them printed out on my desk. But I've got weekly goals written out, monthly goals, quarterly goals, annual goals, long-term goals. But you know, I don't have my values except for my team's values in front of me uh, too often. So this is something that I put together recently with my wife and I, and we're still tweaking them. But the top 11 values we came up with were healthy. I found this on the web. Healthy. Uh, there's a my, uh, my Apple Watch chiming in there, so sorry about that. But uh, the values I've written out here were uh, healthy, bold, brave, clean, cheerful, kind, kaizen, which means uh, constant improvement, persistence or grit, 
responsible, respectful, and high integrity. So this is just a draft version of the values I've written out uh, with my wife. We're going to turn these over a few more times and uh, then we'll have our, our kids start to see them posted at home and start saying them and talk to them you know, about these different things. But uh, it already came into play how these were helpful in examples of sharing with my children on how to respond to things in life because when I was flying with my daughter to the conference on Friday, we were supposed to arrive at 11 p.m. at our destination, which is pretty late for a seven-year-old already. And on the way, we missed our layover because of technical issues on our first flight. So we ended up not getting to our uh, hotel until about 1 a.m. in Charlotte, which is not where the event was. And, you know, that's a, that's a late night. We had to wait out in the cold for a shuttle to the airport and it wasn't the most enjoyable experience in the world. But once we had figured out there was no hope in getting to the destination that night, what are you going to do? You might as well try to make the best of it and just, you know, accept the reality and get to the hotel and get as much sleep as you can before the early flight the next day. So that brought up you know, the topic of being cheerful or being kind because in the line next to us, you know, talking to the airline agents, there was people yelling at the agents, there was a few people crying, you would have thought there was multiple deaths had occurred, you know, uh, and it was really a missed airplane connection. I'm sure some people missed some important life events, but, you know, what are you going to do when it's out of your control? So that was something to to talk to the seven-year-old about as just an example of how these values, I think, could be helpful. So, I just wanted to share that because it's been coming up in my talks a little bit more recently. And when I talk about 30 things during the day or when I talk about five things in a talk and one of them is on this topic of values and having them for your family and repeating them and memorizing them for your family, etc., it tends to get uh, more traction and more interest than some of the things I talk about related to direct investments or deal flow origination or setting up a family office in general, etc. So that's why I'm sharing that here today. Hope that's useful to at least one person out there listening. Uh, if you want to check out what the Family Office Club's all about or shake hands at one of our events coming up, which is pretty much every week, the next several weeks, then please check out familyoffices.com. Take care.